Welcome, guys and girls, to the FPL Roundup Show. What a cracker of a show we've got lined up for you. Coming up, we look at a team who has a good opening set of fixtures and the team to avoid early on. Could Arsenal surprise us this season? We look at their pre-season form and key players with our Arsenal juicer, Ray. Spurs have a new defender. FPL Lineshead gives us the lowdown. We'll have some key stats from our stat masters. And our Watford juicer, Roberto, will talk to us about a player who has a decent FPL history. And we'll finish off with some more transfer news. This is one of my favourite times of the year. Everybody's excited for the new season. The whole FPL community is buzzing. There's happiness everywhere. You won't find one unhappy person. Let's enjoy it until the season starts and those rage transfers start coming in. So, like with all my seasons, I always try to identify teams that have a good set of opening fixtures. Now, a team that's caught my eye is Everton. With an opening run of Southampton, Leeds, Brighton and Burnley, it looks promising. (laughs) I mean, it really isn't. Surely we expect Everton to have a good start. I think it's going to be a very bad start to the campaign for us. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. You won't find one unhappy person. Moving on. Unfortunately, there's always a team that gets a short straw. And this time, it's Norwich. An opening run of Liverpool, Man City, Leicester and Arsenal. That's tough. Surely they're favourites for relegation. Earlier, we called our Norwich juicer Dom to get his thoughts. And here's what he had to say. Hello, you've reached the voicemail of Dom. I will be away from my phone until the 22nd of May, 2022. Jay, I really love your show. Okay, uh, not sure what to make of that last bit, but pretty conclusive on Norwich's chances this season. Arsenal could be a surprise package. With no European competition to distract them, they can focus on the Premier League and have some tasty FPL assets. Let's hear a bit more about Arsenal's pre-season form with our juicer, Ray. Cheers, Jay. So uh, we've played four pre-season games so far uh, against two Scottish teams and uh, against the Londoners in the last week. Won one, drew one and lost the other two. Um, in regards to the formation, it really has been a 4-2-3-1. Uh, Aubameyang's been playing on the left where I expect him to start the season, especially with Saka coming back quite late from uh, the England duty. And uh, I feel Lacazette will spearhead that attack. So... Uh, because of party being injured, I expect Lokonga to start, not Elneny, with Chaka, which I'm okay with because he'll progress to play a bit better than the Egyptian. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm expecting. Okay, so who's been the star performers? A couple of players I've been uh, impressed with during pre-season. I think Pepe is um, looking on fire uh, as he ended last season, really. So I think he's someone who could be a sleeper FPL asset. But, of course, you need to consider game week two and three against Chelsea and Man City respectively. Okay. Ben White because of his price point, but also from what I've seen, very assured on the ball, progressing to play well, uh, passes out quite well, probably the best pass we have out of all the centre-halves. Uh, so he's someone that I think could be quite impressive. Smith Rowe at his price point as well, 5.5 million. He's uh, started the preseason like he ended last season, really, like um, transitioning from defence into attack very well and trying to progress the play and get us in creative areas. So uh, those are my picks. That's superb, Ray. You're making me consider them for my own team. 
One last thing before I let you go. How do you feel about Arsenal kicking off the season? Uh, regarding how we'll start the season, I'm quite apprehensive, really. Uh, I do feel that um, the game against Brentford is going to be a tough one. The Chelsea and Man City game, I, I really don't have many expectations in regards to that. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty pragmatic, really, about how our start will be. Just hope we're uh, not too far away after five, six games. Also, just want to say, good job. I think this is something that we needed, so keep up the good work, pal. Thanks, Ray. And thanks for those kind words. We now look at a new player at Spurs, Christian Romero. Yes, I know a lot of you will be saying, who? Well, I'm glad to be joined by our Spurs juicer, FPL Lionshead, to give us a lowdown. Thanks, Jay. Love the show, by the way. So, yeah, I'm very excited about Christian Romero and what he adds to the Spurs team. He's definitely a Patricia favourite. Um, being bought by him at Juventus for 20 million, loaned out, and now he's on loan at Spurs with uh, obligation to buy. So in his last season at Atlanta, he picked up the Defender of the Season award, and the club finished third in the league behind the two Milan clubs. He is available on FPL at 5.0, but as a centre-back, he shouldn't be anybody's first choice. Um in FPL at the moment, um, but definitely keep an eye on him. So, back to you in the studio, Jay. Cheers. So there you have it. And I'm glad you're enjoying the show, my friend. Now, we have a new section where we highlight a couple of key stats from our stat masters. First up is FPL GOAT. Ruben Diaz at 27.5% owned is just 4% less owned than Trent at 31.9%. That's very interesting as we've hardly seen any drafts with Man City defenders. Are we missing a trick? Nailed on starter for the best defence of last season. At 6 million, he's definitely worth considering. Second stat, well, more of some words of wisdom come from FPL Mejia. If anyone has a bad game week one, I was 6 million after three weeks last year. Finished 44k. Don't give up hope. FPL is a marathon, not a sprint. Some wise words indeed. Don't give up hope. Unless you're a Norwich fan. I really love your show. Jay, I really love your show. Okay. There's a player that's gone under the radar who's had a very interesting history in the game. Here to tell us more is our Watford juicer, Roberto. Thanks, Jay. Uh, Just wanted to say how great your show is. Appreciate that, mate. Thanks. No worries. Right, so Josh King, 5.5 million, 1.2% owned, an absolutely fantastic forward from Norway, established in the Premier League with Bournemouth, and his numbers are absolutely wonderful. So... First season with Bournemouth in the Premier League, 2015-16 season. Are you ready for this, people? It is amazing. Six goals in his debut season. That's how to make an impression. Then 16-17, another solid season. 16 goals in 36 games. Then, amazing, eight goals and three assists in 17-18. And then 18-19, he just kept going. He didn't look back and he got a whopping number 12 goals from 35 and then last season when Bournemouth got relegated still six goals and four assists he is absolutely lethal 
And at the end of the day, I don't think he'll be our penalty taker, even if Deeney is not on the pitch, because Ismail Assar steps up and is very, very solid at that. We'll see how it gets later on in the season, but I would back Saar right now. Wow, that's some incredible numbers. Definitely one to consider at that low price. Yeah, Jay, well, while I've got you, I just wanted to, you know, get your thoughts on our new signing, Jurai Kuka. Who? Absolute bargain at 5.5 mil. I mean, what a player from Slovenia. Nine goals, seven goals, six goals in the last three seasons. What are your thoughts on that? Juraj. Jurai Kuka. Who? Seriously, Jay, for sake. Okay, that's great, Roberto. Thanks for your insight. Let's move on to our transfer roundup. Well, one of the big transfers that's nearly over the line is Romulu Lukaku in a deal worth a cool 97 million. We caught up with our Chelsea juicer, FPL Casual. Hey, Jay, hope you're well, mate. You've tasked me with doing a quick one-minute update on Lukaku. So I'm going to just quickly cover off kind of where it's at now and uh, my reaction to it. So he's currently in Monaco. I think we were naturally going to uh, announce the signing today. However, the whole Lionel Messi situation seems to have escalated quite quickly, meaning a lot of the media resources have been, uh, you know, utilising that. And we want to make this as big as possible. We want to make the announcement of Lukaku as big as possible. Um, So I think it will be done tomorrow. Uh, We've got the Super Cup tonight. It is Wednesday, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, My reaction, um, I think it's glaringly obvious that Chelsea have needed a striker for the last few years now. If we could have found someone that was clinical and could take the opportunities, there's no doubt in my mind that we'd have been right up there challenging for the league. We got it done in the Champions League last year and and Lukaku's only going to add goals to that. I think it's 20 goals minimum. However, we've seen it into Milan as well. He turns provider on many occasions. So, super excited, mate. Um... Yeah, I'm just, I just want to get it announced now and get him in the squad, hopefully for Saturday. That'd be ideal. But yeah, uh, back to you in the studio, mate. Thanks for your time and uh, yeah, good luck with the show. Well, what a great result for Chelsea last night, winning the Super Cup. It's going to be interesting to see if Lukaku can fire Chelsea to the Premier League title this season. In other news, Leicester have had a £15 million offer accepted for Southampton's Yannick Vestergaard. This could put the popular 4 million Amati at risk if Leicester revert to a back four. Roma have had a £34 million bid accepted for Tammy Abraham. And are Southampton about to lose another of their players, with both Spurs and Aston Villa preparing bids for James Ward-Prowse? Not looking good for you Saints fans. That's all from this week's show. A big thank you to our juicers and stat masters for all their knowledge. Enjoy the game week and I'll see you next week. Raw Tings, FPL. Hi everyone, 